Hey, Danny, right. welcome. How's it going, man? Thanks for having me on. No problem. Uh, Glad to have you. First time on a radio show in a radio studio. A little nervous, but excited. Oh, well, man. <clears throat> welcome. I mean, don't be nervous. We're talking about whiskey and cigars, you know, things that we talk about all the time. So, yep. you know, what got you into smoking? Uh, so, long story. Um, I'll try to shorten it up some. Um, when I was younger, I used to smoke cigarettes. And then whenever we'd go to parties and whatnot, you know, uh, I'd quit smoking. Uh, but when I'd go to parties and whatnot, you know, I wanted to have something in my hand, wanted something to smoke. So I would uh, <clears throat> smoke Black and Miles. I'd smoke Flavor Swisher Sweets, you know, thinking those were good cigars. Uh, and then as I got older, um, you know, I would try, I tried different things. I started, you know, with a lot of the flavored stuff. And uh, then I was going through uh, a pretty rough time in my marriage. And the best way for me to think about things and make plans was I'd sit outside and I'd smoke a cigar. And I got to, I started just trying different cigars and that's how this all started. And now I've got, I don't know, it's a pretty small collection, maybe, maybe 150 or so. So, but that's, that's, that's it. So quality is always better than quantity. And I'm pretty sure, you know, if you got 150 and, you know, you, you also sell cigars, you probably have an extensive amount of quality in that number. So. You know. I've, I feel like I do. I mean, I have a lot of, uh, I've got a lot of Padrones. I've got a couple of uh, Placencias, the Almafuertes. Uh, I've got a couple of Cubans. Um, uh, a lot of, did I say Roma Craft? I can't remember. A lot no. of Roma Craft, a lot of Crowned Heads. Uh, I have a few Tatuajes. I like, I really like boutique blends. I, li- I really love the smaller guys, um, you know, compared to your, <clears throat> your Fuentes. Um, Monte Cristo's, uh, Ashton, you know, things like that. I've, I've, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've got some of those too. Um, but I really enjoy the quality that I get from the smaller guys. So I, I do have a pretty good, pretty good little collection going on. So when did you switch from flavor to, you know, boutique? Oh, about, I'd say about six years ago, uh, I used to smoke, I used to smoke the mess out of acids. And, uh, you know, I thought those were good cigars, which is number one selling cigar in the world, uh, the whole, that whole line. Uh, and then I'd go to the Javas. Um, but then one day, I would, I'd kind of dabble in some stuff here and there, you know. Uh, started out on the A.J. Fernandez New World, um, the Box Press Maduro. And uh, I started out on those. And I'd kind of teeter between that and uh, the acids and some of the flavor. And then I got out of that. And then one day I went back to it because I'd left my, uh, left my cigars at home. So I went to a liquor store real quick just because I wanted to have a smoke. And uh, all they had were Cuba Cubas. So I was like, okay, you know, well, I liked them before. Let me go ahead and get them now. So I grabbed a couple, and I didn't even burn a quarter of it. Gave me a headache, couldn't stand the smell. I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm done with the flavors. Um, so I would say probably... The beginning, the beginning of 20, probably 2013, 2014, I really kind of started getting out of, of some of the flavors. I'd still smoke them because I enjoyed them, but uh, I progressed out of those. So you mentioned that you started with the flavors and you, you eventually worked your way out. So tell me about how do you taste a cigar? I mean, you know, because apparently there was something in the taste of the Cuba Cuba that made you decide, hey, you know what? 
I'm just going to be done with all these flavors altogether. So there was something about the boutique cigar that made you just give up the, the flavor. So tell me about that, how you taste the cigar and all of that. You know, um, <clears throat> so some people, you know, you read, you read uh, about cigars on the Internet and you see people post on Instagram and they talk about their experience with those cigars. And some, you know, have off the wall flavors that I'm sorry, I, I just don't get out of tobacco. Um, you know, uh, like blueberry pie or whatever. I'm like, you, did you just have a blueberry pie and then you smoked the cigar or, or what, 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 how'd you get that? Um, so a lot of times I'll sit back and I'll try to see if I can't pinpoint some flavors and every now and again, it doesn't always happen right off the bat. I smoke them a few times before I realize I'll taste something in there that I really like, or I don't like, um, with the, with those, I, I think it was just the, uh, cause they're infused cigars. I don't really know what they're infused with. I don't, it just, the smell of it just, it gave me a headache. I couldn't do the smell mm -hmm. and that's why I stopped smoking those. And the, the flavor and the smell together, I don't know, just gave me a bad, a bad vibe. And I just, I said, you know what? I, I can't do these anymore. I'm done. So you never got creme brulee on a cigar before? I never have. You know, I never have. Now I'll, I'll get chocolate. I'll get some coffee. I'll get dirt, um, grass, uh, or the earthy tones. Um, and typically, uh, some of the tobacco, you get the natural sweetness. Uh, and I do get that. I get a, I get a lot of spice I, because I love spicy tobacco, uh, all Nicaraguan tobacco. I love it. And all those, some of those boutique brands that I said, Roma Craft, the Crown Heads, uh, the majority of, of those uh, use Nicaraguan tobacco. Uh, so that's why I love them. It gives you that, it, it wakes you up. It, it wakes gives you, you that up. pow. So that's what I like. I like to, I like my cigar to kick me in the teeth. Oh, you like a strong cigar? I do. Yeah. I do. The darker the better, or how do you, how do you go, the, how do you approach it? For the most part, the darker the better. Um, I'll start with the, I mean, it's, there's you know, exceptions to every rule, of course. There, there is, there is. Uh, but, you know, I'll start off looking at it, you know, like, do I like the wrapper? Yeah, the wrapper looks good. Uh, looks dark, looks oily. Okay, cool. Well, what's in it? You know, what, where is it from? And um, so depending on what the wrapper looks like, where it's from, you know, uh, I'll, I'll smoke it. Uh, that's how, a lot of times that's how I choose my cigars. I, I look at the wrapper first. Um, especially if it's a company that I've never had before, mm -hmm. uh, which I try to do that all the time. I try to smoke different, uh, different cigars. Uh, you know, I work at Casa de Monte Cristo down here in Webster and, uh, our humidor is huge. Uh, I, I've probably smoked more than half the humidor, um, you know, one time or another. Uh, and I try to always do that because you never know what you're going to find. Right. You never like uh, I had a Protagas Black Label uh, a few weeks ago because uh, it when I first started that cigar was just calling my name because it looked like a chocolate bar and so I was like one day I got a wild hair and I said okay you know what here I'm I'm gonna smoke it so grabbed it lit it smoked about halfway through it and for some reason I just absolutely loved the cigar and so I went and bought five more because it was good. And I get a decent discount too. So I was like, hey, you know, hey, let's go and get some more. And then I passed a couple on to my buddy, uh, the buddy who uh, I'm doing our podcast with. And 
he he really enjoyed it too. It's just a, it's a good cigar. It's not too strong, uh, but it looks like it's strong. So like you said, you know, looks can be deceiving. Um, so yeah. So for me, I think that's amazing that you actually tried half the humidor because that brings in great customer service because a lot of times you go places, you have someone in there that's working and they don't know what they're talking about. They're trying to just push you what the margins are and trying to make sure they get a product to move that they haven't been able to move. Or, you know, that happens a lot of liquor stores. You know, you find somebody that don't know anything about the spirit and then they're pushing a product that's you never drink ordinarily but you know that you just feel so pressured to buy it that you actually buy it and then you get home you're like man how did this guy comment in this so for you to actually smoke half the cigar and then have people come in and you now you're able to recommend something based on their flavor profile whether they like a, a mild cigar or if they're like a stronger cigar you can actually tell them that because you have pretty much ex- smoked most of the product you know mm-hmm yeah, yeah. Uh, I have actually have people come in all the time, and they describe a, a cigar that they want that they want to try, um, and you know they'll they'll describe it, and I'll sit there, and a lot of times I've got a cigar in my hand, and I literally stand there for a minute, and I smoke my cigar, and I'm because I'm thinking I'm running through everything in my head. Um, and if it's a question I don't know, I mean I've got two other guys. My uh, my my boss uh, has been smoking since the very early nineties. And then my, my other boss, who's actually younger than me, um, dude is like, he has an encyclopedic knowledge of cigars. So if any, if I have questions, I run, I run things by them because they know more than me. And a lot of times I'll, but I pay attention. And so I'm able to get people to where they want to go, uh, or where I think they want to go. Um, and if they're not around, I, I take them and I, uh, I'll lead them where I think they're wanting to go, uh, based off of my knowledge. Most of the time, I do I do fairly well. Every now and again, I strike out, but mm-hmm. you know that's 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 with everything, you know, because I may smoke something that I really like. I may say, "Hey, you want to try this cigar? I think you're going to like it," but you don't, it, and everybody's different, right? So, and then with that, you know, you just you never can tell because I'm not a moody person personality wise, but I'm a moody person when it comes to you know, a cigar or a whiskey. If I'm in a certain mood for this type of cigar or this type of whiskey, like today we're drinking scotch. And so since we're drinking scotch, I'm in a scotch type of mood. So I'll find a cigar that I would pair perfectly with my scotch. So, you know, it's always different to see how people think when it comes to buying a cigar. Cause mm-hmm. I'll tell you, every cigar doesn't go with every whiskey. Oh no, 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 no. Um, you know, if I'm smoking a cigar for the first time, um, I typically either try to drink it with water, or smoke it and drink water. Um, especially if I know that it's, or if I think it's going to be a good, a great smoke, I usually won't drink, drink it with anything but water. Uh, there are times I'm, I, I'm a sweet tea guy. I love sweet tea. What's your brand? Uh, Lipton. Okay. We make it at home. Okay. You know, cause I had red diamond one time and used to love it but uh i had it one day and i was like dude this just tastes like sweet brown water and didn't like it and i told my wife i said hey we need to figure out how to make tea and she was like oh i can can make it pretty good okay cool let's do it so now i go through about uh a gallon of tea every two to three days nice um i love i love sweet tea um but i did find that if uh sorry i go on tangents too sometimes Uh, my brain just runs yeah um but uh 
sometimes I, I, I would smoke a cigar and I like lemon in my tea. But that lemon with the tea and the cigar a lot of times doesn't, doesn't go well. And so now if I'm smoking a cigar for the first time, I'll drink water. I'll drink my sweet tea with it too, uh, but I usually won't put lemon in it. I won't put any kind of flavor in it because I don't want it to mess up the cigar. Yeah. Now, if I've had a cigar numerous times, I'll, put, I'll drink whatever, whiskey, beer, coffee. Love coffee and a cigar. Coffee and a cigar is Fresh phenomenal. I just, it doesn't matter to me. Okay. As long as as long as it tastes good. Now, I do buy the uh, the uh, I'll fresh grind some and I'll do the uh, what is it the um, I can't remember, but I'll buy the the pecan coffee from Specs. Okay. And grind it myself, and I'll do uh, pour it in the pour over. I'll do the pour over coffee. I can't I can't remember for the life of me now. But the French press? No, not French press. It's the Bertrand's got it in his office. Okay. Um, you just put the filter in there and you rinse it and you put everything in it. You pour the water over it slow. That I'll do um, if if I feel like taking the time to do all that. There's sometimes that I'll just brew a quick cup of coffee from my Keurig and go sit outside real fast and light my cigar, smoke it. And typically I do light in the morning. Um, sometimes every now and again I'll have a wild hair and I'll I'll go dark. I regret it usually, but I'll go dark. So you go, you go Neanderthal in the morning. Every now and again, Neanderthal, Fomorian, uh, all made by Romacraft, and they—it's uh, all Nicaraguan and typically known for their strength. Uh, yeah, I've I've done it a couple times. I've regretted it every time. You think I learned, but you know I'm also a glutton for punishment, so I just keep coming back. Cause uh, some say glutton for punishment. I say glutton for luxury. There you yeah. go. There yeah. you go. That's it. That's a, a rich experience in the morning. That's, that's right. That. That's right. You know, you post it on Instagram in the morning, and people are like, "Why are you smoking that first thing in the morning?" I, you know, I got a wild hair. Yeah. I wanted. I just, you know, I want. I wanted to wake up. Yeah. First thing, you know, and a lot of times I'll do it on an empty stomach too, which is that's another bold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But hey, you know, you only live once. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, but. uh so what what made you want to why do, why do you choose cigars and whiskey? So for me, cigars and whiskey was something that I just used to see guys doing. I thought it was cool, and since I thought older guys were doing it and gentlemen were doing it, I said to myself when I grew up, I want to be a gentleman and do gentlemanly things. You know, you have a nice watch. You know, smoke cigars, drink whiskey, dress nice. You know, that's just. You know, drive a fancy car. I ain't quite got there yet, but. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you. But I like that type of stuff. So we're going to talk more about this, you know, after the break. You know, stand by, guys. Uh, We're going to come back shortly, and we're going to talk more about cigars, the lifestyle, drinking whiskey, and just gentlemanly things with Danny White. There we go. Welcome back, guys. We're live with Danny White. All around good guy. I love that plaid shirt, man. You look like a lumberjack. I appreciate it. Now, oh. if I just had a, a a more manly beard, we'd be we'd be killing it. Oh man, there's a beards on the bay contest <laughs> coming up next year. You can <laughs> sign up for that. But I digress. But before the before the break, guys, we were talking about why did I get into cigars and whiskey? And you know, for me, all that stuff I talk about normally, it's all about the lifestyle. You know, because you see a guy with a cigar in his hand, see a guy with a glass of whiskey on the table. You generally don't run into people who are just a genuine ass. These guys are having a good time and they're welcoming and, you know, they're pretty much ready to impart knowledge about life 
if you want to listen to it, you know. So I like that camaraderie that you get when you around people who smoke cigars and drink whiskey. It's like you walk into a room and you find people of all walks of life, mm-hmm. you know, all socioeconomic statuses, and they check that at the door. Yeah. You know, it's just gentlemen smoking cigars. Yeah, just hanging out and having yeah. a good time, you and know. it's That's why I'm here for That's yeah. what I'm here for. Exactly. The checking your ego at the door and enjoying a good cigar in yeah. good company. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, like at, at the shop, you know, uh, uh, kind of going along those same lines, you know, our shop's not huge. Uh, it's not big enough to have a VIP lounge and then, you know, a, a quote-unquote normal person lounge. Uh, we let our VIPs and our normal people sit together and smoke together. I mean, everybody's got one thing in common. Everybody loves cigars. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, even if you don't love cigars and you're trying to get into the cigar world, you're in you're in a great place to to learn about it, you know, and just to talk and generally just get to know people a little bit better. You know, like like you just said, too, we never see an angry guy sitting in a cigar lounge smoking a cigar, you know, and so it's it's, it's a unique lifestyle. I agree. Uh, that's unique. that's yeah, what I love. Nice that's what I love about it. it. You yeah. know, it's, it's, a, it's actually a pretty small, tight-knit community as well. Um, you know, uh, on, on Instagram, I feel like I can, uh, uh, talk to most, most of the people that I follow, uh, and have a pretty, we can have a conversation about the cigar, what they like, you know, and just general, and then you, you end up getting to know the people anyway. Like I have one of my followers, uh, lives up in Canada. His name is Steve. He's a great dude. I've never even met this guy. Um, but you know, he wishes me a happy birthday. He wished me, me and my family a Merry Christmas, and I do the same. You know, it's just, I don't know, it's just kind of a, it's a small, tight-knit community, and I think it's, I, I think it's pretty cool. You know, the bonds that you build with people that, you know, you would never run into in everyday life, but you happen to run into them because you're smoking a cigar or you're online on Instagram posting about cigars and stuff like that. You just, you don't find it in, in many other, you know, hobbies or no you really you know, don't no. no you really don't so and it's one of those things that you can actually get into enjoy it you can use social media or you can escape social media with it mm-hmm. you know because sometimes <coughs> i like to i'm a country boy i like to build a fire you know this is I, it's i i think if you know you to cut me i'd bleed fire every now and then you know because i just like fire so much like that uh bonfire picture you posted the other day dude i was jealous i really was when you were standing for i was like dude i just want to go sit by the fire and smoke cigars that's it man. i don't even want to drink i just want to smoke cigars yeah and i mean you sitting out there by the fire you smoke a cigar and it's just you just become one with it and that's what it's all about Mm -hmm. you know like you can truly just escape and you look into the fire and you're smoking a cigar. And then at one point I noticed that I was in a trance. I was like, man, that fire is burning. Fire is hypnotizing. <laughs> it is hypnotizing. That flicker was just pulling yeah. me in, you yeah. know. It just dances. And yeah. it's, you know, I, I can get lost in, in, in looking at a bonfire. I, yeah. I'll get lost looking at my grill. Yeah. You know, I just sit there and watch it burn. And I'm like, you know, next thing you know, it's been 10 minutes. You're like, damn, I got to throw my steaks on. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> And and that's what it, that's what's so cool is versatile. You know, you can do so many different things with it. You know, you never can. To me, you never really have the same experience with a cigar twice. No, I I I'm with you. I I don't think you do. 
Um, you know, I've smoked uh, <clears throat> some cigars on days where I've got a lot going on. I've got a lot on my plate. Uh, you know, I, I need to sit and think. And so and I'll sit outside, you know, play, you know, on days like that, I'll play classic rock or I may play country uh, and just sit and I, I plan things out. I, I come up with things that I need to do to take care of whatever situation it may be. Um, so that day, yeah, the cigar might be good, but because of my mood and, and everything, what I've got going on might not be that good. So then you take it, you're having a great day. You're having a, you're, you're getting ready to have a, a get together. You're smoking a brisket. You're smoking some ribs. You've got nothing on your mind. You're just, you're just hanging out. And then you smoke that same cigar and that your experience is going to be a world of difference. Every like it, it, that's how, for me, that's how it happens. I don't know for everyone else, but I mean, it's, it, I don't know. It's great. You, you, you can't beat it. It's like my Zen place for me, you know, like once I light that cigar up and I'm, I'm into it first, third, you know, I'm like, wow, this is, this is where it's at. Second, third, I'm, I'm generally just real mild. Third, third, I'm like, okay, this is about to be the end. Is it time to relight something else? Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Well, it's like you know, last night, yeah. you know, at the at the shop, you know, uh, we finished that. Uh, we finished. What do we have? The Padron, nineteen twenty-six. Yeah. Uh, we finished that one, and then I think I waited two minutes, and I was lighting another cigar because I wasn't ready for the night to end. Yeah. You know, uh, we still had a lot to talk about too, and then Alex sat across from us. We hung out with him for a little while, and perfect stranger. You know, never exactly. met him before. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a he's a cool dude. He yeah. comes in. We we talk. You know. Um, and then, you know, like you said, you never met him, and we all had a conversation for another hour and talking about the show and our Instagram profiles and whatnot, you know. And I just, I didn't want the, the that experience to end. And the, and I'm not gonna lie, like the the, uh, the uh, La Roma de Cuba, uh, Mi Amor that I had last night, tasted the best than I had ever had it before, and I've had it several times. And last night just tasted that much better. So you think it was the company? I think it was the company. Yeah, you know. Uh, and you know, being nervous about doing this, but after a while you, you, you get rolling and, and the nerves go away. It's, it's almost like a football game, you yeah. know? Um, but I think last night trying to make the plans and everything, uh, it just tasted great. It was good company, good smoke. I had no problems. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's no reason to be nervous about this. This is what you do. You know, you, we talk. You know, we talk yeah. about whiskey and cigars and, you know, stuff guys do. I'm still fascinated about you cooking a brisket. I want to see how thick the bark is and all this type of stuff. We talk about that. We talked about, you know, do you get a chance to smoke different cigars? And you recommended some cigars to me last night. And I was like, man, I just hadn't had the time to try these out. And time. Yeah. The stuff we don't have enough of. You're right. You, know? you are right. Uh there's, you know, speaking of time, you know, I, I took this solid lineup with me to uh, up to East Texas for Christmas, and legit, it was a solid lineup. It was solid. Gotta give you that. And I think I had time to smoke one cigar. I just didn't have time. You know, there's, there's, uh, if I was, if I'd stayed at my parents' house, you know, I'd get up in the morning, go outside, have a cup of coffee, smoke a cigar with my dad, um, go do things come back, you know, a little bit after lunch, whatever, go outside, have another cigar, you know, but this time we stayed at a hotel because the house gets a little cramped. And, uh, 
then we went to my sister's house because uh, she just got a new house. We went there and took my my baby there to play with my nephews. <coughs> Excuse me, um, to play with my nephews, and I didn't want to sit outside. I wanted to sit outside and have a cigar. I just didn't have the time because I was also enjoying family time. That because I don't get to see them all the time anymore. Right. So you know, time is. Uh, I wish we had more more of it to sit and smoke things and you know try all different ones. I wished I had time for it all. Yeah. And I mean, the thing about it is, you know, like with with me, I, I wish I could have more people around me that appreciated and enjoyed cigars as much as I do. So imagine if you had that same experience for Christmas and everyone there smoked cigars. <laughs> now that's a whole different dynamic to the bonding oh, experience. Dude, that's a you whole know, other now you've made time for us to hang out and smoke cigars, but yeah. it never really works out that way, you know. Nope, it doesn't, but you know, one of my absolute favorite thing to do is smoke with new smokers, and I love it. I love trying to help the people get, you know, where I think they want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, one, one of my buddies, uh, I work with him, one of our mutual friends, Mark Matthews, you know, he he wants to smoke cigars. He just doesn't have a lot of time. So whenever we have time, I try to at least smoke one with him or point him in the right direction. Um, because I love, I want to bring more people into this way of life, into this hobby, because it's, it's a great hobby to have. Oh yeah. You know, uh, I, I love bringing new smokers around and, you know, see what they think about cigars. Um, you know, so yeah, it's an exercise and you know excess and exercise and de stress. So when you bring people around, you know you get to honestly see an unbiased, unfiltered opinion. You know of of a cigar that someone's tried. Now, I always take that with a grain of salt because they're new. But at the same time, a new person's palate is pure in my mind, mm-hmm. so they can actually taste something that you probably wouldn't taste because now that newness that you would have had is no longer there and they can say hey look this tastes like fresh cut grass you know or this tastes like whatever it may be leather earth you know vanilla uh black pepper you know whatever it may be and i like to see that because once you do that and then you tell them don't inhale because a lot of times (laughs) people think okay this is a bigger cigarette, you know, I'll inhale this, you know, and it doesn't work out for the best if they do black lung fast. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I remember when I used to smoke, uh, I thought they were good cigars at the time. Like I, when I said at the beginning, you know, the flavored Swisher sweets, I'd inhale them. Oh God. I regret it. Every, every, every single morning the next day after that, cause I'd smoke, you know, three or four, of course, half of them would burn out cause I'm, talking but uh the next day you just wake up and you're just you got that raspy cough and that uh you know um so i always tell new new ones do not inhale so do you ever introduce them to the retrohale in the beginning or how do you i don't okay i don't because i had to learn (laughs) i learned how to retrohale off of youtube because i was like what is retrohale what are they talking about how do you get other flavors through your nose I mean it makes sense um I watched it on YouTube and they were like you know you do it like this and then you blow some out of your nose okay simple enough I I so I took a I took a stout one one time and 
I did my puff, and I retroheld the whole thing. You got brain freeze. Oh, my God. It hurt so bad. <laughs> and I coughed, and I got mad, and I threw the cigar out. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Uh, but for new ones, I usually don't tell them. I don't try to teach them how to retrohale uh, right off the bat because sometimes, I mean, there's there's cigar smokers that I know have been doing it for a long time that they don't know how to do it. So why do I want to teach the new guy how to do it right off the bat, you know, maybe, you know, after you've been smoking for a few months or whatever, uh, we'll, we'll learn how to do it. You know, I'll, I'll teach you how to do it. Um, and it, that's where I get a lot of the, I taste a lot of the spice on my retro hill. Um, and if it burns my nose and makes my eyes water, then she's, she's a, she's a stout smoke and she's a good one. Yeah. So, I never, I never quite figured it that way, you know. Like when when I do a strong one, I'll do like ninety ten, you know, ninety percent of the smoke, you know, I'll blow out, I'll save ten percent just so I can pick up that flavor on the back end. But so far as new newbies or whatever, I, I never would have thought that you could pick up how to retrohale off YouTube. This is new to me, man. Like I thought it just like for me it came naturally because I, I I always wondered it was trial and error. Mm-hmm. I always wondered, you know. uh what will happen if I did this, like, you know, a mild cigar, if I retrohale a lot of it? And there's been a time where I held my breath and I pull it in and I try to do the whole thing through the nose. That burned like hell, but, yep. you know, it was trial and error. You know, you learn what's great and what's not through you experience. Do. You, you know? do. Um, uh, but, yeah, I, oh, I mean, like I said, I didn't know what retrohale was. I had no idea. And I'm sitting there reading. They're like, yeah, on the retrohale, you get this. And I was like, hell is a retro hill and so then i'd go read something else and they're like retro hill this retro hill that and i was like what i don't know what this is so i googled it and then it showed me a diagram and i was like well that's intense i i i got this i i I learned that okay cool how do you do it and i youtubed it and after that it was kind of trial and error and this was i don't know probably 2012 2013 i'd been smoking you know, for, for, for a while by this point, you know, um, and I just started messing with it and I was like, okay, cool. You know, let's, let, let's, let's practice this. So now I'm, you said you're 90, 10, I'm a, I'm, I don't know, 90, 10, 80, 20, something there. I teeter back and forth and there's sometimes I don't even retro hell. Uh, sometimes I just blow it all out, but I like to get all the flavors of so the majority of the time I do retro hill. Yeah. You know, I just wish there was a YouTube university when I started drinking and smoking, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, it would have saved me a lot of heartache, you know, yeah. and a lot of money over time too. Yeah. Because I've tried some stuff that's been truly good and I've tried some stuff that's been truly trash, you know, and the, the thing about technology is that life gets better with technology and mm-hmm. people give you information, you know, don't do this, don't do that based on my experience. And then you can say, you know what? I would have did exactly that had you not walked the, walked down that road and told me, you know, what was on it, you know. Yeah. So yeah. cheers yeah. cheers to YouTube University. Yes, sir. Yeah, the Google lifestyle. <laughs> you know, uh speaking of that, there's there's a cigar that I had um <clears throat> a couple weeks ago. Maybe three, I don't know. Uh don't judge me on this, people. But uh, <laughs> the cigar looked good. 
the band was a little gaudy, but I kind of liked, I liked the way that it looked for some reason. It just struck my eye. Well, then I looked at the box of the cigar and I was like, dude, this box is cool looking. Like, it was, I thought it was really cool looking, you know? And it was a, it was a Romeo and aging room collaboration. And I'd never really had an aging room before anyway. I've never heard great things about them. So I was like, eh, you know, uh, let's give it a shot. Um, dude. Oh God. I put it out halfway. Uh, it just, the flavor wasn't, the flavor was not there. The construction was not there. It kept going out on me no matter how many times I'd puff on it. And finally I got mad and I threw it down in the ashtray like, cause it went out on me one last time. I said, if this thing goes out again, I'm done. It went out. I was like, dad, come it. Throw it in the ashtray and I dumped it and walked off and I, and I posted on Instagram. I said, first and last time with this guy, never again. I won't do, won't do it anymore. I had high expectations for that smoke and I don't even know how I got on this subject. Um, That's the beauty of radio. Yeah. You know, uh, my mind just took off and I just wanted to talk about it. But, uh, yeah, so that was a bad experience so was, with a cigar. What was the feedback on that? Uh, a lot of people commented when we're like, you know, hey, thanks for the heads up. You know, not a whole lot of people probably smoke Romeo anyway, but maybe that was just kind of a, you know, kind of one for them because maybe they see that I'm smoking it. Not that I'm, you know, that cool or anything, but maybe they see I'm smoking and they're like, hey, you know, this guy smoking this, let me let me give it a shot. Now, please, please don't. Yeah, I'm a di- I would I would say never discount yourself because you never know who's watching. I mean, you know, somebody might be your biggest fan and they may be buying everything that you post and you just don't know it. So, you know, when you have an audience, feel free to tell your audience the truth and be authentic. So if you li- you don't like something, you know, you say, hey, look, that's your opinion. You know, everything that's made isn't made for everybody. This is very true. You know, so with that being said, you know, hey, my opinion is what you paid for it. Nothing. But right. If my opinion can save you some money, that's priceless. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, um, uh, and speaking of that, not everybody's your biggest fans and whatnot. You know, um, I had a guy the other day come to the shop, and he was looking at the more expensive Padrones and some of the Avos that we have, and uh, you know, great smokes. I'm not knocking them at all. Um, but he asked me what my favorite smoke was. Well, I'm gonna say it loud and proud. I am a huge Roma Craft fanboy. Love Roma Craft, all things Roma Craft. I love it, um, and that's been that way for about to go into 2019. It's about, been about five years. Um, I really love Roma Craft, and the Cro Magnon Cranium size is my favorite cigar. And so, anytime people come through, you know, hey. Uh, you know, people are like, "Hey, sorry, freak me out." <laughs> <laughs> Worse, uh, people are like, "Hey, what's your what's your favorite smoke?" So I take them down the Romacraft aisle. I take them and I show them the Romacraft cranium. All right, guys, we'll be back and talk more about his experience with the Romacraft. Okay, guys, welcome back. Uh, we're still talking cigars and drinking whiskey with Denny White. So before the break, you know, we're doing it live, so there's a learning curve, but yeah. You know, before the break, you were talking about your experience with taking a guy down to the aisles and, you know, recommending him a Roma Craft. And, you know, let's continue that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, people ask me, what's your favorite cigar? So, uh, mine is Roma Craft. So I take him down to the Roma Craft aisle. 
and the chromatin cranium is my favorite Vitola, uh, my favorite blend of my favorite Vitola. And this guy was like, hey, I want a good, strong, spicy cigar. So naturally, what do I do? I take you to Romacraft. And he laughed at me. He was like, I've never heard of, I've never even heard of this brand. I'm not smoking that. And it was only $9. It's a $9 smoke. $9 for an hour and a half of straight kicking the teeth, you know, it, to me is worth it. And if you say I want a good, strong cigar, you know, I that's what I think is a good, strong cigar. I've never had any issues with Romacraft. I've never had construction flaws, burning flaws, nothing. And they're good smokes. And he laughed at me, and I'm like, well, how are you gonna? How are you gonna laugh at me for my favorite cigar, when the other day you came in here looking for a La Gloria Cubana, you know, ten-inch long, fat cigar, you know? And I guess I don't know. It just it wasn't cool. It kind of offended me. But I was like, you know what? Fine. And then his cousin ended up coming in, and I sold him Aroma Craft. I said, hey, go tell your cousin how much you like that cigar because you're gonna like it. And most people come in. They I tell them, hey, next time you come, find me. Let me know what you think. And nine times out of ten, everyone's like been, dude, I, I turned one guy on to him. He comes in every every two days and buys three or four uh, Romacraft Cro-Magnons uh, just because I turned it on and he loved it, you know? So, You know, I love uh, smoking cigars and finding things that are unique. And Romacraft does make some incredible unique cigars. But for me... I just hate when you like something and you can't get it regularly, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, when 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 a brand comes out with something and they tease you with it and you like it and now you can't find it, that just it just wish there were more, you know. And that's with anything with it whether it's whiskey or whether it's cigars, you know, I tried a Black Irish and I fell in love with the Black Irish as soon as they come out to sold out. If you know, get there in time or no friends or whatever they yep. sold out. Sabretooth, sold out, you know. Uh, from Orion, sold out. You know, you have to know people. You do to get the good stuff. And thanks for the Fomorians too, by the way. Oh no problem. <laughs> you know, you know people. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man, it's just I love having things with people that appreciate what they're having. You exactly, know? And, exactly. And that's with anything, whether it's whiskey, because a lot of times you're gonna find with whiskey, you're gonna find the whiskey, and the whiskey's gonna speak to you, and then. It's going to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And once it says goodbye, there's a good chance that you may never have that whiskey again. This is very true. And at first, I was getting disappointed with it. I was like, you know, I'm going to try this. I'm going to like this. I'm never going to have it again. But now I look at it different. I look at it like these are the one-off life experiences that I can talk about with people or talk about with my nephews or talk about with friends. You know, I had this one whiskey from 1911. You know, some guy held on to this whiskey, and it's 2018. You know, this whiskey is over 100 years old. Dude, that's crazy. I would love to get my hands on it. Just to try it, just to say that I tried it, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you can't just run up to the liquor store and say, hey, you got to know that 1911 stuff like that? Yeah. <laughs> They're going to laugh you out of the building. Yeah. So I look at it different now, and that's the thing with cigars. I'm starting to look at it different. I'm starting to look at every experience with any cigar that I smoke is part of the lifestyle overall experience, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and some of those cigars that you named are um, phenomenal. I mean, actually, all of them. I, the only one I haven't had out of that bunch you named was the Sabretooth. 
I haven't had that one yet because we don't have it. Um, the Fomorian, we've gotten a few boxes at the shop, sold out pretty quick. Uh, between a buddy and myself, I mean, we probably bought a whole box. Um, it's a great smoke. The Black Irish, we haven't had, but I want it in a giveaway, honestly. Um, uh, but the, like I said, the Sabretooth, I haven't haven't had. I uh, want to try it. I've heard eh, so-so things about it, but it's still one of those things that I'm a fan of the company, so I want to try everything they have to offer. Like the Wonderlust, you know, I've got... I had one, loved it. I won one, two of them in a contest. Uh, I still have one. When I started at CDM, uh, one of the guys gave me another Wonderlust, so I now have two. Um, and you should smoke them. I, you know, I, I will now that I now that I know how to get some more. Uh, I will, but I still want the time for those. I want the time to be right. You know, like maybe when you come to the house and do the podcast with us. Uh, uh, you know, we'll either smoke that or smoke an Andalusian bull. Uh, you know, we'll figure out something. Yeah. Something phenomenal to smoke. Yeah. So. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. You know, the thing that, you know, here in Texas, Texas has so many great things going by. We have great whiskey here. We have great cigars being made here. It's a great place to live. It's opportunity for anyone who comes here. You know, only thing that isn't great is the traffic. But <laughs> if you can get past all of that. You can come here and you can experience the world's, you know, gambit of whiskey, of, mm-hmm. you know, food, food for real. Oh, you know, God, yes. Uh, the world's gambit of, you know, cigar places to go and cigar events. And I just love that because there's something about being able to have options. Mm-hmm. You know, like I would love to go up to Romacraft and, you know, spend some time up there. And, you know, there's other places, you know, around town like, uh, you know, in the Texas City area, you got Manny Lopez with El Cubano. He's got a factory where they roll cigars. And there's so many different places where you can get experience if that's something you want to learn mm-hmm. about cigars, about whiskey. You know, we have several distilleries in town, beer as well. This place is just all around great for a gentleman, a guy who's one to learn about life's vices. Yeah, yeah. And this, and you know, cigars uh, to me are... It's a, it's a great, great vice to have. You know, everyone's got their vices. This is mine. This is, it's how I uh, <clears throat> get through get through problems. It's how I celebrate things. You know, well, hell, I don't even have to have a reason to smoke a cigar. I just, yeah, I, yeah. hell, I try to have one. Up, yeah. I try to have one every day. Yeah. You know, sometimes I have time. Sometimes I don't. Uh, if I there's there's times that I just want a cigar bad enough. I'll open my side door while I'm cooking dinner. If I'm especially if I'm not working at the shop or whatever, I get off of work. Um, you know, I'll open up the side door and I'll leave my cigar outside and I'll cook my food on the stove and I'll step outside. I'm going back and forth, uh, smoking a cigar just because I wanted a cigar, but there's other things that I had to do. Um, so if I can kill two birds with one stone, well, my God, that's what I'm gonna do. Well, I'm budgeting for some rabbit air so I can, you know, <laughs> yeah, I can stay in the house a little, you know, but you know. <clears throat> That smoking a cigar is just so so cool to me, and I really want to do it inside my house. But you know, Mama's we both not married. Let you. Yeah, you, you got to make sure that air is clean. You know, but it's gonna happen. Yeah, I, I predict it. You know, yeah, yeah, I I'm see it in the, in the future. I'm with you. Yeah. Well, a good thing for me is uh, I in my in my back door uh, in my back door in my backyard. I have like you go out my living room uh, through the sliding door. We have like a I guess a quote unquote game room. Towel floor, it's enclosed. 
Uh, it's got a, it's got an air conditioner in there. Uh, and it goes out to my back patio where, which is where I'll sit most of the time and smoke a cigar, um, uh, and grill and whatnot. But, uh, my buddy, uh, Mark and I, um, are going to be doing a podcast, uh, coming out. I think we're going to release it January 11th. Um, and, uh, that back room is the perfect room because it's, it's attached to the house, but it's not attached to the house. So the wife said, I can smoke out there so I can decorate it to be my cigar lounge, man cave, whatever. Uh, so that's what we're going to do, you know? And uh, so I got lucky with that. Um, I can also smoke in the garage if, uh, if I need to. Now, if we're doing laundry, I try not to because that's where the washer and dryer is at. And I Mm. don't want all of our clean clothes to smell like, you know, stale smoke. Um, but I try to, I I try to smoke wherever I can, whenever I can, every now and again, if I'm going out of town, I might smoke in the car. Uh, I try not to so often, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I don't have a problem with smoking in a car. And the reason I feel that way is because that's my time, you know, because I do a lot of thinking while I'm behind the wheel. And we talked about the traffic a little while ago. You know, you sitting in traffic, depending on which part of time you, time you go in, you yeah. can burn a whole stick or maybe two, you know, because yeah. I've, I've sit in traffic one day for like an hour and a half, just bumper to bumper on a rush hour. Yeah. And I just decided to, you know, put on some jazz and light a cigar and it calmed down. I was like, you know what? This is going to be the perfect opportunity to enjoy this cigar. So jazz is your thing when you listen to a cigar? Yep. I let the cigar speak to me. There you go. Yep. Okay. And I listen to the jazz and we just vibe out you know like i like a little piano jazz and you know something to just calm me down kind of like the intro to the show oh, yeah. a little bit yeah mm-hmm. okay okay yeah. i'm uh <clears throat> i'm a metalhead i love heavy metal uh the harder the faster the louder the better you know but when i smoke a cigar for the majority of the time it's either like i said earlier it's either classic rock or it's country um i've never been a jazz fan uh if you can figure out some kind of way to incorporate um, an electric guitar in it, yeah, we can do some then, 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 I'm, then I can do that. Yeah, you know. Um, but I'm a I'm a huge guitar head. Um, but whenever, I, depending on my mood, I have my days where I'm super hyper and I'm smoking a cigar and I'm walking around with my cigar. I'm not even relaxing. I'm just. If smoking. you ever need some yard, if you ever feel like doing some yard work while you're hyper, you know you can come over to my house with that. I'll provide cigars. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We may we may do that. Yeah. If, if you know how to build a fence and you want to come over to my house, I'll provide the cigars. <laughs> I need to build a fence anyway, so uh, you know we'll we'll have a yeah, we'll, we'll, do we'll a trade off labor. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I have my days where I, I like to listen to uh, classic rock, and I have my days where I want to listen to my heavy metal, you know? That's the dynamic. That's the interesting dynamic about people who smoke. You can do, you can have people from any walk of life listen to all music genres, and they come together and they bond, and, you know, maybe I'll get you to listen to jazz, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe me and you will do rock out to some Jimmy and smoke some cigars, you know? Who's just, who knows, you know? You yeah. just never know what you're going to find when you run into a new cigar smoker. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, and a lot of people like to sit in silence. I can't, Mm. that's not how my brain works. Uh, I've, I've, uh, always grown up listening to music. Anything I do, you know, when I was, 
<clears throat> I like music so much. I love music so much that uh, when I used to get grounded when I was younger, my parents used to take away my TV, which that was fine, dude. I had my music. Then they got smart and took they away took the away the music and left the TV. And I'm like, no, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I'm losing my mind. You know, it's because I love music. Everything I do revolves around music. You know, I'm constantly listening to music. I play Xbox and I've got Spotify playing on the background while I'm playing Call of Duty. Wow. You know, uh, that's amazing. You know, like we can sit here and talk forever, but you know, guys, thank you for listening. Thanks for having Denny on, and you know, thanks for doing this live, Denny. We sure appreciate it. Man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, I had a had a great time. Surprisingly, you know, once the nerves got off, I was, I'm, I I think I'm ready to roll. Sounds good. So another episode in the books, folks. Whiskey, cigars, good company. The whiskey smoke. Until next time.